0: What you doing oh, welcome man God's spirit is here in this place amen, amen. you can you can just feel his presence amen. through the worship I loved it I love just knowing that he's here know that this was this uh, revival has been prayed for um, you have all been prayed for um, I'm gonna get take a minute to take a deep breath um, and get set up here um I think I just want to go to prayer first. Is that all right? Um, I know His spirit's here, but I just want the spirit to move throughout this service. And you know, whenever I, I share, I'm just so thankful that, that Logan asked me to share. Logan, Pastor Logan, it's Pastor Logan to you guys. It's Logan to me. It's my son-in-law, the greatest son-in-law in the world. I'm telling you. But I'm just, but uh, he's the only son-in-law I got. But he's my favorite. So, but I do appreciate pastor logan the invitation you know uh, originally he had asked me to do it um on friday and i prayed about it and just the timing wasn't going to work out and and something had come up he said well there's an opening on monday you know i'm not going to tell pastor logan twice no i just can't do it i'm not going to tell you know if the lord's asked me to do something i'm definitely not going to say no and so I'm, i'm definitely privileged to be here um you know and just so you know uh It was an act of God for us even to make it here by 7 o'clock. But anyway, let me just go to the Lord in prayer, invite his spirit to just lead this service. Is that okay with everyone? Uh, Heavenly Father, Lord, we just want to come to you uh, this, this evening, Lord, and we just first and foremost want to thank you, Lord, for your love for us. Father, we praise you, Lord, for your son Jesus Christ who died for us. Father, we just thank you that your presence is here already. Your Holy Spirit is here, Father, and we just call upon that spirit, Father, to just speak to us tonight. Father, that the words that I speak will not be my words, but to be uh, just the voice of the Holy Spirit. Father, may it just fall on open minds and tender hearts here in this place, Lord, that we can receive what it is that you have for us, and we can just take it and apply it to our lives, our daily walk, Father God, and we can be a light in the darkness in this world, Father. Father, we just call upon you right now to just, just show us what you have for us, Father. We praise you again, and we're just so thankful. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, I'm going to try to get set up here, this little cord, I may get hung up, I may get, I don't know what's going to happen here, so whatever. Ah, so give me a second, um, I'm going to get set up, I may use multiple things, if that's alright, I don't have an iPad, I'm not that that fancy with that, but give me a second, I do believe this word is specific for this time, amen, and uh, so just bear with me, um, get my scriptures opened up and. Uh, I've got a million bookmarks. They usually fall out in the middle of my message. So, um, but anyway. Yeah, let's start there. Um, can I set this here? Would that be okay? All right. Thank you. Um, let me just say this. Whatever heaven s- starts, hell cannot stop it. All right, I'm just going to tell you that right now. We, we were on our way down here. We left fairly early. We're, we live in Princeton, or Francisco, Indiana. We actually church in Princeton, Indiana. So we were headed down here, and we, we get uh, almost to the Henderson exit on 69, and there was a, an enormous traffic jam. There must have been an accident on the, Henderson, on the bridges or something. Um, and the enemy did not want us to get here. I do believe that. But the Lord, I'm telling you, he just made a way. We just turned around, and we went all the way to Owensboro and backtracked. And we got here at 6:59. Amen. You know, but what I'm telling you, whatever heaven starts—and this is this is for all of us—whatever heaven starts in your life, hell cannot stop it. Whatever power of hell, whatever darkness comes in, cannot be stopped once heaven moves in your life. You know, and I—I I just want to give a shout of praise. I feel like you know, I just give God praise because you know I'm here only because of His will. You know, He, he opened. I mean, all the lights were green. You know, he just opened up, open, you know, the traffic cleared and, you know, and I, I didn't go really over the speed limit. 77, I feel like that's a, a I feel like that's a, a godly, heavenly number. That was the speed limit I, I went, but anyway. So, I want to try to get started here. Um, you know, the, the scripture is incredible. Um, I love the, the scripture for the week. Um, you know, I always feel, I'm extremely humbled that God is going to allow me, of all people, To be able to share the gospel. To share the word of of God. Um, But I want to introduce you to myself real quick. My name is Kevin Mowry. You see it on the screen. That's weird to see my name on the screen. I see myself on the screen. That's even odder. Thanks, Pastor Logan. Um, My wife, Tracy. Where's she at? Oh, back there. My daughter, Chloe. Uh, We've been married 32 years. Me and my wife, we have three beautiful children. Three grandchildren. uh, A a wonderful son-in-law and daughter-in-law as well. Um, You know, and you know, let me just say this, God's love is just, there's no end to God's love. His love is generational. What I mean by that, I mean, we lived a life of darkness at one time, you know, and God shined a light in our life, and it changed, I'm telling you, once the moment Jesus comes into your life, everything will change. I mean, everything will change, and he came into our life, and not only did he change my life and my wife's life, when we said he just made this path for us, but he he changed our family for generations to come. I'm telling you, my children and my grandchildren, my great grandchildren, for generations to come, He just blesses. His love has no limits, right, to what He can do. And I'm just so, so uh, thankful that He would use me of all people. Um, we do run, uh, the Lord is, has blessed us and enabled us uh, to have a road to recovery ministry. It's basically uh, uh, just addiction recovery. And honestly, um, it's not. It, Everybody's recovering from something, right? We, we're all sinful by nature, and we, we you know, the wages of sin are death, and, and there's a lot of things that we're trying to recover from, whether it's depression or bankruptcy or, you know, uh, it could be bad relationships. But the sin that we, that we have in our lives, it affects others around us, right? The sin ar- that others have affects us, right, growing up as kids. Whatever may happen, we have the sin, and, the, man, the wages are, are, are death, Right? But thank God we have a Savior in Jesus Christ that can deliver all that, right? And, but He brought us out of this darkness, man. He shined this light and, and He's opened the doors and and, and uh, just blessed it for 13 years. This ministry and it's incredible to see His work because we just show up. I say this a lot of times. We sometimes we don't. <laughs> I say this. Right? He's probably say don't say. It. Sometimes I feel like I don't know what I'm doing because I, we just show up, right? We just keep showing up. We just try to be obedient to what God is calling us to do, right? And He's just doing these amazing things. Um, through the ministry. Um, so that's kind of, you know, where we're at. It's funny because my we had a, a, a ministry fair at our church a couple Sundays ago, and somebody asked me, i us sit just right close to me because I may be drinking that a little bit. So, so somebody asked me, and Tracy, we had a little booth set up, basically ministry fair, just sharing the different ministries of our church and people coming in, newcomers or whatever. And um, So in the ministry fair, we, we had our booth set up, and somebody came up and t- asked what's different about road recovery, right? Well, I'm kind of long-winded. I like to tell the long-winded story of what, you know, so I tried to give this big explanation of what road recovery is all about. And my beautiful wife, Tracy, she said, just tell him it's all about Jesus. Just tell him it's about Jesus. So, you know, and it's so true because, you know, we tried to do different things. We did 12 steps. We did videos all over the place. We did all these different things. But until we made it all about Jesus, and man, the moment we started doing that, Man, he just started blessing the ministry and blessing the people that were coming in, you know. And you know what we found out is there's no plan B for the love of God. It's Jesus. It's always going to be Jesus. It's never not going to be Jesus. I'm telling you, it's Jesus. Amen. That's the plan. He's He's made a way. It's through His Son Jesus. All right. So that's kind of what you know. It's always going to be about Him, you know. And so we're going to call upon the name that changes everything tonight. Throughout this. revival we're going to call upon the name that changes everything and that name is jesus and uh you know i i truly believe that that you just call upon his name i mean you can see mountains move you can see miracles i still I'm, in, I'm a person that still believes that god can perform miracles i've seen it in my life and the people around me you know so so whatever you take from this revival whatever you take from this message tonight just know that that I want you to hear this. When light stands next to darkness, right, light will always win. All right? So the scripture, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. And never means never. When God says never, it's over, right? But, I mean, God may, I mean, there may be a darkness that's in your life right now, but when you stand it, when you put, shine the light of Jesus on it, it, it cannot be extinguished, right? It's going to push back the darkness. Listen, the enemy is territorial. You know, he he, was a, he wants to just get out and, and, and claim what's glorious, what is God's, right? But when you stand it next to Jesus, in the light of Jesus, it will fall. All right? So, um, I'm excited, guys. I, I'm, you're probably talking a mile a minute. I was felt like I was just rushed to get here, but I just want to give God praise. I can't believe that we made it on time, Pastor. Oh, all right. So, where do we want to start? I didn't even get started yet. Amen. All right, I had to warm up a little bit. Um, all right, so I think where I want to want to take you guys to um, is in First Samuel, chapter five, verse one through five. It might seem like an odd place to go in the Old Testament. Um, But bear with me if you would, okay? Um, Because I think, and I may need your help in a little bit, Pastor, if that's okay. I'll try not to embarrass you. Um, You know, I'm always amazed because, let me take, because I don't understand why God uses me like he does. To put me in front of people that I've never met before, a lot of you, um, to share the gospel, Um, and I've been able to share messages throughout the years, and I'm just always humbled by it, because to be honest, in college, back in college, and this is a long time ago, in 1987, in the fall I took a class, it was a speech class, and I tell you, I would go to every speech class until the day of the speech. You know what I mean? Like I was so terrified to speak in front of people. So that's why I know this is from the Holy Spirit. It's not of my flesh, because I would be like, no, thank you. I don't want any part of it. But I'm telling you, when Jesus comes into your life, everything changes. He can use whatever darkness you had and turn it around for good. Amen? So I'm just amazed because, you know, and same thing with Moses in Exodus, right? He said, no, not me. You know, I I just, you know. But God doesn't call the qualified, right? He qualifies the call. You know, so I don't have to really worry about anything. I may get anxious about it, but I don't have to worry about it. Because I know God has a plan. Anyway, I just wanted to share that because, you know, just so you know, sometimes I, I get my tongue tied, I get nervous, um, but I want you to hear Jesus in me, I want you to know that it's from God, it's not from me, not from my flesh, amen? Okay, alright, let's get to the scripture. Alright, so, um, if you would, stand with me in reverence to the reading of his word, can we do that? You know, I, I believe his word has power, it's breathing, it's living. You know, and just in reverence to God, just to stand. So again, I'm in 1 Samuel chapter 5, verse 1 through 5. And after the Philistines captured the Ark of God, they took it from the battlefield, the battleground at Ebenezer, to the town of Ashdod. They carried the Ark of God into the temple of Dagon, and they placed it beside an idol of Dagon. But when the citizens of Ashdod went to see it the next morning, Dagon had fallen with his face to the ground in front of... Everybody say in front of. Okay. In front of the Ark of the Lord. So they took Dagon and they put put him in his place again. But the next morning, the same thing happened. Dagon had fallen face down before the ark of the lord again this time his hands and his, his head and his hands had broken off and were lying in the doorway only the trunk of, of his body was left intact this is why to this day the priest neither the priest of dagon nor anyone who else enters the temple of dagon in ashdod will step on its threshold father god may your holy spirit speak truth through this to us tonight lord and bring bring deliverance from whatever dagon may be in our life you all may be seated thank you guys um, so as we let me work through this bear with me okay all right so the ark of god the ark of god um is is god's holiness Right? It's, it's a place that is, uh, His glory is in this box, if you will. This glorious box. Um, some of the things that are contained, the uh, contents of it, um, if you read um, manna, God's manna, right? Um, was it Aaron's staff, which actually bloomed into a tree, if you remember? Um, and the tablets that Moses had, that had the Ten Commandments, Right? And they were in the Ark of the Covenant. So, so basically, this is God's glory. God's glory in a box, if you will. okay. And, they, and the Philistines had captured this Ark. And they took it from the battleground of Ebenezer to the town of Ashdod. Well, hmm. Ebenezer means stone of help. If you look it up, it actually means the stone of help. And, and Ashdod, believe it or not... Um, Ashdod is basically, um, it's a stronghold. It means stronghold. So they took God's glory from a place, right, of help, and they put it, they wanted to put it in a stronghold. Like the enemy wanted to put God's glory in a stronghold, all right? I just think that that's interesting that, that, God, that the enemy wants to, to steal God's glory. Um,. So anyway, so as we move forward with this scripture, this is so good. This is so good. When Remember, when light stands next to darkness, light always wins. Amen? All right. So, um, so they, they basically wanted to capture, listen, they liked, the Philistines wanted many gods. They just thought the more gods that they had, right, that it's just going to help them with whatever. They just wanted as many gods as they... We are kind of like that sometimes, right? We want as many things that we think are going to help us along the way. We put other things before, before the glory of God sometimes. But, but in this situation, um, it's interesting because it, But when the citizens of Ashdod, they placed it, right, beside Dagon. They placed the, the glory right next to Dagon. Mm. See, the enemy wants to capture all things glorious. The Satan, Satan wants to steal your glory, right? And hell wants to, wants to steal your joy. You know, we're, we're in some really dark times. Amen? Do you believe that? I mean, we're seeing the darkest times in my that I've known. But we should still have hope because the glory of God will, will cause these... In the darkness to retreat um so i want to sh- you know we're in a spiritual battle we're in a battle do you believe that that we're in this spiritual warfare that takes place it's a great spiritual battle that's taking place and we're living in the middle of those times and we know that there are real spirits in our cities today right the spirit of pharaoh is alive holding people captive They're captive in the Egypt of bondage and fear. The spirit of Goliath is still alive, mocking and intimidating the children of God. The spirit of Jezebel still makes men and women hide in their caves with sexual perversions and manipulations. The spirit of Absalom is still alive, dividing homes right and, and churches and relationships, while the spirit of Herod is killing the young through violence, poverty, sex trafficking, We could go on and on. Murdering the infant dreams. There is a spiritual battle, but I have great news, okay? (laughs) I have great news because there is a spirit more powerful than all these spirits combined. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. Just by being here today, in this revival, we're declaring, regardless of what we hear from the enemy regardless what we see on the news okay we're declaring today that it's not the spirit of pharaoh it's not the spirit of goliath it's not the spirit of jezebel or absalom or even herod no 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 the most powerful spirit on the planet today is the holy spirit of the almighty god there's not a power in hell that can stop what heaven has started amen whoo it's so good guys I believe we were created just for these times. Do you feel like something in your life is trying to capture God's glory? You know, we're, we believers, we have the Holy Spirit, we have the light of Jesus in us. Thank goodness it's not in a box anymore. God's glory, we carry His glory with us, right? But the enemy wants to steal that glory. There are things in our life that, that are trying to take away that Glory. The thing is, it's, the enemy's not really threatened by your past. <coughs> you know, the enemy's not threatened by the things I used to do. But he's threatened by what I'm getting ready to do in the name of Jesus. Right? He's, get, he's threatened by what you're getting ready to do in the name of Jesus. And he wants to take that away from you. Hmm. All right, so let's get back to, to this Dagon character, right? False God. Dagon. They placed the, the, the glory of God right next to him, right? All right. Dagon. So come on up, Pastor Logan, if you don't care. All right, first of all, think about this real quick because I don't know if you can um, leave my notes together. All right. So, so they basically care to play Dagon for a moment. I mean, this is a wonderful pastor. I don't, he, he, listen, he, he loves the Lord immensely, but just for illustration purposes, all right? So, listen, two objects can't op- occupy the same space. All right, so they put, they put Dagon, and they put the glory of God right next to Dagon. All right, but two, uh, two, right? two objects can't occupy the same space. Like, like if I want to be where Logan's at, right, or if he wants to be where I'm at, they can't occupy the same space. Well, something has to give. I mean, if I want to, listen, come on. If I want to be where Logan's <laughs> at, right? Two, two objects can't occupy the same space. Something has to give. All right? But what's it say here? It says, when they, uh, but when they, they placed the, the, Dagon placed it beside the idol of Dagon, but when the citizens of Ashdod went to see it the next morning, Dagon had fallen with his face to the ground, Come on, Dagon. <laughs> I just got this, and he's my son-in-law, right? <laughs> face down in front of. Face down in front of. What does this look like to you? Amen. Dagon had fallen into a position, a posture of worship. Amen. And Dagon's going to stay on the ground face down. I mean, i, I got a feeling Dagon is out flat. Pastor Logan's too proper and prim, but there you go. I know. Okay. Amen. I got him doing everything I want right now. Oh Lord, help us. All right. So, listen. That is a posture of worship, right? In Romans 14, as surely as I live, says the Lord, in the name, in the name of Jesus. Right. Every knee shall bow. Right. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Whatever Dagon is in your life, will, when you shine the light of Jesus, if you put the glory of God next to it, it will fall. I don't know what kind of darkness is going on in your life. I don't know what is trying to steal your glory, but I'm telling you, put, it right ne- put that glory right next to the enemy and watch it fall and worship Jesus. Whew. Oh man, the Lord is so good. When light sends next to darkness, right? Light always wins. Hmm, but that's not where it stops. So they took Dagon and put him in his place again. Somebody say they. Come on. So, so they, take, they take Dagon. They. It doesn't say, you know, the powers of hell, some spiritual darkness, some, some force of evil, put him back. The word says they. People. Isn't that just like people? We like to do that. We like to, oh man, we like to, to resurrect what God has already crucified and crucify what God has already resurrected. That's what we do. That's what people do. When God removes from something from your life, right? You know, it, it's gone. Hmm. So, the, so what happened next? fell again right Dagon fell again this time can we illustrate this anyway his arms got cut off his legs got cut off how can we do this pastor Logan <laughs> that's just I mean, I love him a lot we're not gonna <laughs> do that <laughs> <laughs> okay a couple things I want you to know this, listen two two things can occupy the same space right first of all your past and your future cannot occupy the same space Something has to give, alright? Your faith and your fear cannot occupy the same space. Right? Something has to give. Love and hate cannot occupy the same space. Your sin and holiness, there is no sin in the holy God. They cannot occupy the same space. Something has to give. Your dream and your nightmare cannot occupy the same space. Light and darkness cannot occupy the same space. You have the glory. And when light sends next to darkness, light will always win. What Dagon is standing next to you right now in your life? What's trying to get into your space? Trying to steal your glory? Listen, we're all going through stuff. Every one of us in here. Listen, the enemy is only coming after what is valuable. The thief only comes into your house to steal what is valuable. He's a, listen, the enemy only wants to steal your glory because it is valuable to the building of the God's kingdom. What is it? Hmm. I'm declaring in the name of Jesus, by the end of this, this, uh, this revival, I'm telling you, everything that the enemy has placed next to you will fall in the name of Jesus. When light sends to darkness, light will always win. All right, Pastor Logan, you can get up. I appreciate you giving a Come on! I put him through a hard time. I put him through a hard time. But listen, the, the hmm. All right, let's let's make sure I'm on the right path here. We don't want to jump. I I may get, I get loose sometimes. And, all right. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Flip the page. we do we like to we like to resurrect what god's already crucified you know and sometimes we have to go through things twice multiple times right we go through a problem and and we you know god removes the problem and or whatever and we fall back into the same temptation the same sin sometimes, sometimes god has to work multiple times right but in this case it's so incredible because God had dealt with it once and for all. Never to rise up again. You know, if God has removed something from your life, then let it be. Let it go. Stop trying to pick it back up. You know, stop trying to stand it back up. We like to prop up things that have fallen over that really have been knocked down by God to clear a path for, for His way. If God has removed, you know, a toxic person or relationship from your life, let it go. Let it go. You know, if he, if he's removed some sort of resource, some, some sort of a, a, a something that you didn't need in your life, then it's okay. Let it go. You know, whatever that thing is that he's removed, maybe it's an addiction, maybe it is. It was money troubles. You know, if you man, if you had debt and God has worked you through and you've gotten out of debt, why would you go back and get another loan? right? That's just a slave to the lender. I mean, when God does a work, when He removes something out of your life, it's okay, let it go. It's not our calling to pick up what God has knocked down. It's if God has removed it, knocked it down, let it go. I think we have a hard time with that. And here's something else. This is for somebody. If God has removed this person or this thing, we should smile. We should give praise, right? Because what, everything that God takes away or removes, He's going to replace it with something better. You've got to believe it. Do you really believe that? That God is, whatever He removes out of your life, He's going to replace it with something better. Listen, He removed drugs and alcohol from my life and He's replaced it with this. This holiness I didn't even know I could have, right? He, he's blessed us with a, a ministry. I'm like, if you would have told me 17 years ago that we'd be starting off, kicking off a revival, that we'd have a ministry for 13 years and just sharing the love of Jesus. No, man, I've got more, more people that love me. I have a family of God that surrounds me, right? Before, we, we didn't have friends. We just had people that we ran around with. But God removes that. If God removes debt, he's done that in our life, it's incredible. Right? He's he's replaced it with something better. It's a freedom. We have a freedom that we never had before. Whatever God removes, I'm telling you, in the name of Jesus, he wants to replace it with something better. Hmm. The second time Dagon fell, God made sure Dagon could not occupy the space of glory again ever Somebody say ever ever. <laughs> ever ever Never ever right when he I'm pretty sure Dagon's not if you read on they they never touched it they didn't move it, it said uh any anyone who entered the temple They wouldn't even step on it. They would step over it. They didn't even come, right? They didn't even pick it up and move it and throw it in the trash. They'd let it be. Never again. What's really amazing here is what did the glory of God, what did the ark even do? Right? Glory of God. Dagon, somebody help me! What did the glory of God even do? It didn't say. It didn't say a wind came in. Somebody opened the door and Dagon fell. Right? They just placed the ark of the covenant next to. Him. The ark didn't push him. I mean, it didn't move. There wasn't an earthquake. It doesn't say anything about that. It was just there. Be still. All we have to do is get into the presence of God and call, listen. You just shine a light in whatever darkness there is. That's how we should we should respond, just like the glory of God. Just to be still and know that He is God. We don't have to do it. We try to make so much about it. We try to do so much. We we get so tired and worn out trying to do it, trying to fix it. All we've got to do is just stand in our faith, stand firm in our faith, and trust that God will knock it down and remove where it will never come into your life again. What's incredible is our faith, our faith, faith stands measured not by what happens and what we do when heaven falls upon us. Our faith stands measured by what we do when hell stands next to us. Listen, we're living in some dark times. Incredibly dark times. And there is a call for us to, to be active, to be light in the dark world. We need to remove the basket off of our lamps, right? To get a, we, we have a light to shine. But when it's standing next to us, when there's a hell that's standing next to us, I don't know what is going on in your lives here. Something's telling me that there's people here tonight that you're going through something that you've not really communicated to anybody. You're just dealing with it on your own and you're tired and you're wore out and you don't know what else to do. I'm telling you, just stand the glory of God next to whatever it is and claim victory in the name of Jesus and that enemy will fall. We have to believe it. We have to believe it. I don't know if you if you care to play a little rhythm. I don't know. I just feel like the Spirit of God is in this place. So many times we try to get out of something, right? Get out of a predicament, out of trouble, out of some sort of situation. Right? Really all we need to do is get into his presence. Sometimes we just have to get into his presence. We just have to just to be still and know that He is God. We do. We, we put false idols in our life. There are so many things that are taking up the space where God should be. But both of those things we, can, we they can't occupy the same space. Lord, help us, because sometimes we've allowed that that false idol that 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 little God, to take the place of a big God. I don't know what, what you're dealing with. I don't know what, what is happening in your life, but I believe that, that God wants to, to change it. He wants you to have a genuine encounter. Listen, not just, not just to come to church on Sunday and Wednesdays. Listen, and we can read our scriptures and we can, we can do these type of things and we're called to do it. We're called to corporate worship, but we need to find a time to get intimate, to get into His presence, to really know what He has for us. So many times we just there's so much going on. There's so much noise in the world, amen. So much going on that all we are seeing is darkness. (coughs) Why is there so much darkness? I got to be honest with you. You know when when Pastor Logan shared this scripture with me, you know that the that the darkness could never extinguish the light. I'm like, oh, I have a message. And you know, and then there was a school shooting in Texas. I'm like, for for 24 hours, I kid you not. I'm like, Lord, I don't know if I can share that. But just Sometimes it seems like that darkness is winning. And I was reminded of the love of Jesus, the light of Jesus, right? The light of the world. And He's called us. Listen, we have that. If you're a believer in Christ Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit. You have that light shining in you. But the thing is, we want to cover it up, right? And the scriptures, oh, where's it at? I think I have it somewhere here. And the scripture, I think it's in, uh, oh, my goodness i probably don't well so jesus asked would anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket right of course not the lamp is placed where it can shine Mm. god has placed you right where you can shine the most every one of us has a network of people maybe it's in your schools maybe it's at work maybe it's at the grocery store there but god is going to place you exactly where you'll shine the brightest we have these, these dagons in our life. We have these baskets that cover the light. We need to ask God to remove any enemy that's in our presence and remove any basket or bowl that's covering the light of Jesus. Because we are to shine. And we're to shine bright. You know, it may feel like the darkness is winning. I think it's because God's people aren't letting their light shine. Man, imagine if every believer, every believer in Christ Jesus would let their light shine. The enemy would have to retreat. The enemy's already defeated. He's just trying to trick us and lie to us, telling us that God doesn't care about us. He's trying to steal that glory. He's trying to capture what's glorious in your life. I'm just going to go to prayer because whatever the Spirit is doing in your heart, that's what we need to answer to. You know... you. When life throws you rocks, you know, you make an altar out of it. You know, wherever you're at, if you want to, you can make an altar in your seat. You can use anywhere here. Listen, we're, we're in a place that, at the church, we, I mean, we just believe in the altars because it's a place where you surrender. If you really want revival to take place in Poole, Kentucky, and the surrounding areas, right? Because what we've got to do is we've got to get on our knees we got to start confessing, Lord. I mean, I don't know why I've let these other Dagon's into my life. I don't know what is going on, but all I want is you, Lord. We all have a light, we all have a spiritual gift. Some of you may, you know what? I had that light at one time, and it's gotten really dim. You know what you have to do? Hmm. Huh. I'm going to share this real quick. You know, the a couple years ago, me and my youngest Christian, he was about 12 at the time. We went on a camping trip, just me and him, just primitive style, just a little tent. We had a campfire going, you know, and it started to die out, and the embers got got really low, right? But we wanted to we wanted to get that fire roaring again, right? Scripture says the fan in the flames, your spiritual gift, right? How are you gonna fan in the flames? You know what we had to do? We had to get down on our knees, right? Down close to the to the little embers. And we had to we had to fan. Fan in the flames, right? Fan in the flames, and, and the next thing you know, it was a roaring fire. That's all we have. We just gotta get on our knees, guys. And that, that light will just shine brighter than it ever has before. I don't know where the Lord is, you know, the Holy Spirit is speaking to you in this message. I'm just thankful that that he's allowing me to share it because I believe it has power. There's power and authority in Jesus' name. The enemy has no power and authority over us. We've got to claim victory in Christ Jesus. There's not a power in hell that can stop what heaven has started. When light stands next to darkness, darkness will always fall. I don't know what darkness you're facing right now. I just pray that you just come and you just give it all to, to Jesus, the one who paid it all. Heavenly Father, Lord, we give thanks. We give thanks for your love for us. It is a love that is expansive. There's no end to that love. Father, there's no end to that love. And Father, we thank You for Your Word, Lord. We thank You, Lord, that You have a promise that wherever Your glory is at, Father God, wherever Your presence is at, the enemy has to leave. The enemy has to... It, it can be torn down right now in people's lives. Whatever is going on in the lives of the people here, Lord, in the surrounding areas, Father, I pray that Your light will shine into the dark corners of our life, Father God. Expose whatever is not of You. Father, forgive us, Lord, for not, not trusting you always. And Father, we just pray for, for tonight, for everyone that's here, every family that's represented, Father God, that you just do a work that only you can do. And Father, we're just going to trust that each night you're just going to continue to build, Father God, upon this message. Father, that light is greater than any darkness that we ever face. Father, we praise you for that light. We would be nothing without it. And Father, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus name in Jesus name amen i don't know if you have a song i just like like the music behind me i don't know, you know i think it's a time to worship sometimes don't you but i'm telling you if the, if the spirit of god moves on you don't be afraid i think a lot of times the enemy speaks to us that man if i move somebody's going to say something you know what i don't care what people say about that anymore you know i used but once i shared what, you know, what God had done in my life, and I'd shared some of the thing, my dark thing. Listen, the enemy has no power over it anymore. That shame and that guilt's gone. I don't have to worry about it anymore. I can speak, I love talking about the love of Jesus. Because it's powerful, and it's not only changed my life, it's changed my, my family's life for generations. He can do the same in yours. Amen. Amen. Pastor Logan, I don't know if you have something you want to close with, um, or if they just want to worship, but I feel like that God God is on the move here. In Poole, Kentucky, you know, and uh, I'm gonna keep you guys in prayer. I know that. You know that I have always, but it's not gonna stop. God bless you guys.